we're back with another episode of the 132 Brief Podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. And Casey, can you smell that? <laughs> I feel like football is in the air. Well, uh, it must be. We had we had a, we had a fantasy draft. Uh, we did. Mid July, possibly the earliest fantasy draft of all time. Unsure uh, where players will end up. Nonetheless, pretty sure I'll be near the bottom of the league as always. Excited about that. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic draft by us. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. So pass on the back. Uh, come to think of it, I never got my rating uh, of how oh, I yeah. did. So, oh, but that's good. I mean, obviously it was an A plus. Uh, three quarterbacks and three tight ends. You can't go wrong with that. A winning, a winning strategy. Yeah. <laughs> One of them being Jason Witten because it's 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 breakout season. He's yeah. due. Yeah. Um, and and all that time with Booger, he learned everything that he needs to know about defenses. So there you go. I'm at least he learned something because when we were watching them broadcast <laughs> last year, we for sure did not learn anything. So uh, glad he glad he got that. Uh, I remember when uh, Peterson came back, although he was was he suspended. Whatever. Um, he came back, and I had the full like, oh, he had a year off. He's going to come back and be, and that never that never happened. So hopefully, you have better luck with Jason Winton's re. <laughs> entrance into the NFL than I did uh, with Adrian Peterson's, but uh, that probably wasn't the least of my concerns uh, that year. Um, so, yeah. So, f- the smell, I guess, is in the air, at least there. Um, yeah. <laughs> smells That smells in the air. I, I feel like uh, the media, not the, the, the media conglomerates, the Netflix, the Amazons, they know that this time of year is when I need football, because they dropped... Uh, <laughs> they dropped all for nothing on Amazon. They dropped last Fl- last chance you on Netflix, oh. uh, just to get just to get all the football fixing in right before Hard Knocks. Um, so yeah, that's in the air. And then, as always around this time of year, but I feel like it's a little more this year. And I don't know it's just because maybe I'm paying a little bit more attention. But everyone's mad, and everyone's talking about Madden ra- ratings. Yeah. Yep. That's that's the big talk around town right now. Yeah, uh, lots of it's players upset, fans upset, um, and maybe I'll be one of them in a minute here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. To, uh, it it's got to be such a weird feeling to be like doing your profession, playing playing your sport, and then you have this like outside company coming and literally rate what your uh, metrics are in these different categories, and then compare it to people who are also competing at league. That has to be such a weird feeling. Um, I mean, just getting performance reviews at a normal desk job is weird <laughs> enough, let alone broadcast to everybody on where they think you kind of rank in the hierarchy of strong safeties in the league or something like that it has to be so bizarre. Right, yeah. Just so I, I, uh, I, I, raking you so some 15-year-olds can can pick if they want to play you or not. Right, right. Um, and I, So I guess it, to some extent I don't blame uh, people for talking about it in general. I guess we're talking about it. Or like <laughs> players kind of taking it a little a little personally. I, I, can't, I can't blame them. I mean, especially to be the type of, to have the type of mentality you have to have to get to the NFL, you have to think you're better than everybody else and then to be like, oh, I'm the fourth best. I don't know, I'm picking up free safeties, but like I'm the you know 15th best free safety. In the league, that seems weird. Um, but I do. With all that said, Marla, with all that said. Yes. How in the world is Aaron Rodgers the one, two, three, four, fifth, sixth, seventh highest rated quarterback? You have got to be kidding me. Um, I don't know how that, how that is. I hope I hope that somebody has taken like a screen print of this and hung it up in his, his locker for, for motivation. I'm Whiteboard sure, material. I'm sure that would do it. I'm sure that would really get him fired up. Um, but my God, come on! He's he's a 90. Uh, he's behind Russell Wilson, Andrew Luck, Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, and Patrick Mahomes. In reverse order, Patrick Mahomes being the highest rated quarterback. Which sure, um, sure, he's on the cover. You got to have him the highest. He's the cover that's guy. Fine. That's fine. Yeah. Tom Brady. He's she, yeah. Won a bunch of MVPs. Whatever. It doesn't matter that he can't move. That's fine. Uh, but the other guys, I just, I don't, I don't know what they're thinking, and uh, I think, I think it's, I think it's a disgrace to be honest. So <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, yeah. Look go. at like Tom Brady doesn't, he doesn't make any sense. His overall rating is ninety six, yeah, and then his attributes: awareness ninety nine, speed sixty, 
Extra 60, agility 70, strength 64. How does that equal 96? I'm not sure. This doesn't really make sense. Uh, <laughs> but that, that's fine. Um, just know that uh, it's ridiculous that Aaron Rodgers is 90. That's all I wanted to say. Other than that, I'm fine with all the other rankings because I didn't look at all the other ones. I just want to see where Aaron Rodgers was. So there you go. Uh, do you have any 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 that you take? Oh uh, yeah, no. I just like I, I like I like players getting big mad. Like you said, getting big mad about their ratings, their rankings, um, and going on social media and regular media to to talk about it. Uh, Mitch Trubisky comes at seventy five. It's kind of it's disappointing. Behind Ryan Fitzpatrick, by the way, which is <laughs> behind James Winston's. Jesus. Okay, now I'm big mad. It's a, it's a little low for. Uh, I believe you have him as an MVP favorite. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, MVP, MVP favorite. Uh, but like Khalil Max in 99, which is kind of crazy um, and warranted because I believe he shares, I believe he's on commercials or whatever. So that makes sense as well. Um, but yeah, Madden ratings, they're all the talk. Um, when's the last time you actually sat down and played a game of Madden? Oof. The last one I owned, I, I owned, I think it was 2004. <laughs> it's been a while since I've owned, I've owned Was I've that owned the, I, yeah, I think... I'm in agreement. I feel like a lot of people have said this around our this like for me it didn't get fun when they had the the vision cone. Yep. That's when I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's not fair. Yeah. No, that's it's it. Not cool. I think that was two thousand four. Um was it the Michael Vick one? When he was on the cover? I don't Maybe. It, it was a long time ago. P- yeah. Point is, memories are fuzzy. Um <laughs> But they put the cone in. I think they took that out like the next year. But I was like, I can't. I just can't do it anymore. Um, yeah. So it's it has been a while. So it's yeah. it's truly pointless for me to argue about it. But because <laughs> I don't even play <laughs> the thing. But right. As soon as it got too hard to go for in fourth and twenty six and not make it, I was like, I'm out. This isn't realistic First of all, anymore. Was that a personal attack on fourth and twenty six? Fourth and twenty six <laughs> has a pretty checkered history in uh, Packer fandom. So sorry, that was just a random fourth and whatever that came out. Uh, you just just don't let him catch. Okay, all right. Um, other football, Marlo. Yeah, uh, more football. On. More, more uh, football sense, in July. Football sense in the air. Yes. Uh, um, we had media days. Um, I don't. I didn't pick up on on anything too exciting. There was some kind of uh, Alabama excuse making at, at Clemson, and there was kind of like, well, they still don't respect Clemson, or Clemson deserves their respect. That kind of that kind of back and forth. But uh, that was all I really heard. Did you pick up on any any uh, interesting media things, or was it just kind of same old, same old for you? Yeah, same old, same old. Uh, Harbaugh taking digs at Ohio State. Well, you know, that happens. That was that's one that I I didn't I didn't think of that. It was kind of a dig, but like also <laughs> it was tr- it's true. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's, spitting facts. So yeah, so Harbaugh uh, essentially said, like, "Hey, wherever Urban Meyer goes, he wins, and he, trouble follows." Or there's like scandals follow. I don't remember exactly what his words are, but it was like it. It kind of comes with like, "Hey, he doesn't. It doesn't always do everything on the up and up." And like that's happened everywhere he's gone. It's kind of been not real like scandal, like NCA getting involved, but like some unpleasant things you'd rather not have around. Your football program, yep. uh, everywhere he's been. So it, it it's not really like a a shot in like it, I, I guess it's a shot, but I don't consider it so much a shot because like it's true. So <laughs> what do you say if you're Ohio State? You're like, oh yeah, you're right. Darn it. Uh, yeah, but I obviously don't do that because you're a fan of theirs and you just defend your team no matter what. So uh, yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. Harbaugh, Harbaugh's turning up, and at the same time, if you're Ohio State, you just kind of go. Have you beat us yet? Like, yeah. Sure. What are we even? What are we even doing here? Why are we listening to you? So, uh, it's always fun. I just until yeah. they win, and we'll talk about preseason picks here in a little bit. Yeah, um, I think the other thing Jim Daly got there. He said the the back in the Big Ten, but by the way, it's Jim Daly's last season. As oh yeah, Big did Ten we get, Did we get the? Did we get co commissioner job? Did we get that? Was that? No, no. They named they named someone else. On a, um, so that sucks. I was I was still waiting for the facts. Yeah, congratulations, you and your <laughs> podcast co-host are co Um But he said the, the Big the, Ten would still fax. Yeah, I presume. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, oh. they still got, we still got time, and next year hasn't happened yet. So yeah. I'll turn the fax machine off now. Then there so. you go. Um, yeah. Besides that, Jim Daly, he had mentioned that the college football players has lost the committee has lost their way, and oh, I'm for sure. Pretty sure that's, you know, I mean, they have, but that's definitely in response to the Big Ten not making it in the playoffs for the last couple of years um, for 
I mean, that's, yeah, for for obvious reasons. But doesn't you know trying to wave a stick around in his last season there. Um, but that's really, I mean, yeah, there wasn't really any of the hot takes, like spicy, yeah. spicy chatter, just kind of here and there, and, and now it's gone. So, you know, just uh, fall camps, fall camps starting up. All the videos came out. Everyone's hitting their maxes going into fall camp, and now it's just time for preseason maxes. polls to come up. All right, that's it. And preseason picks. Uh, I think. We're gonna take a look at the at the Big Ten here, which uh depending I guess on who you are, you may be you may be excited about or not. This is like the the media, right, Marlo, who who did this? Um, yes. They have Wisconsin finishing th- third in the in West. The, in the Big Ten West. Um yes. with hundred and seventy two point five points, whatever that means. I don't know, some <laughs> voting here. Um, it explains it in the paragraphs above it, but I didn't read them before I started this. So there we go. Um, third behind, uh, Nebraska and Iowa. And, um, I guess I'll let Marlo tell you why it's a good, a good thing. And I'll tell you why I'm very worried. Okay. Well, let let, let me tell you my reaction when I first saw this. Let's, let's start there. And my first reaction is looking at this because as a fan, you want your, your team to recognize. And I'm like scrolling down. It's like Nebraska is picked to win the West. That's a big time hype train. That's a big time second year, second year of frost. They're gonna get gonna it together. It they finish. They finish strong. Blah 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 blah. Now they're gonna be national champions. That is going to fall flat in their face. So then I saw Wisconsin number three, and after I got over the initial shock of Nebraska, I was like, you know, this is exactly this is uh, this is about this is about where this is about where I like it. This is where as as a Wisconsin, a Wisconsin fan through and through, I feel like this is where we shine. Where we're able to pull that card. They don't. They don't respect us. They don't. They don't believe in us. We get. We're not favored in any games, and that's when you know. Those are the seasons I feel like we do our best. We can go into our schedule and whatnot, but just going off of this initial third pick in the West, which is clearly disrespectful. This is where I like to be at this time of season. Yeah, it worries me. Uh, being third, I, I think um, I would I would feel much more comfortable if we were we were second in the West. Then I could kind of feel like okay, because uh, I'm with you that I think Nebraska needs to prove it uh, before I, I start believing in them. I mean, in this, to be fair, this could be the year. I don't it know, could be. Um, yeah. but they've been not good for so long, um, and and maybe Frost is just you know the next. Nick Saban or whatever, and he'll turn it around right away. Uh, I was surprised to see Iowa ahead of us, although I don't know too much about their team coming <laughs> back this year. Uh, it's all going to come down come down to uh, quarterback play. It's going to come down to two things: quarterback yes. play and pass rush. Yep. Um, we lost a lot of the pass rush, and if we can, and well, and our pass rush last year was even below what it has been in previous years. Um, so if we can get the pass rush back and what figure out Mertz is the best quarterback and he's good then yeah. then I can see a path out of this third place um and it, it just worries me that we don't I feel like we're at the point where it's like we should just probably be first or second because we've been first or second for how many years um last year excluded um but I don't know it, it, it worries me a bit um a couple other surprises in here Marlo yeah I was surprised to see Minnesota at the bottom at the bottom in, in the west yeah. Yeah. um with the way that they handled Wisconsin at the end of the game, and that just might be because that's the end of the season. That just might be sticking in my memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had some, they had some huge wins and some huge losses. So they're a really weird team. But yeah, um, so maybe that's why. But I was a little bit surprised to see them at the bottom. And then in yeah. the East, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be quite the battle. Uh, they have Michigan favored or, or ranked or expected to win. Uh, that's kind of similar to Nebraska. They got to show me before I'm putting anybody ahead of Ohio State yeah. To, yeah. Uh, to win the East. No matter what uh, coaching turnover or um, player turnover, quarterback turnover, there, there is there. Um, put them second until they actually <laughs> beat Ohio State once. Um, I know they beat them like once, but what you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, it's it's tough because you look at Michigan State's going to be good. Penn State's going to be good. 
uh, the other there's three other schools in the east that we don't even need to talk about so uh yeah. i'm excited just looking at this list and thinking about it and thinking about the matchups and thinking about how you know what wisconsin schedule and i don't want, i know we don't want to go to, into it yet but we were talking a little bit over the weekend about kind of the early big 10 games and yeah it's gonna set the tone there's a lot of good teams in the big 10 and it's gonna be a fun year and it's uh july 21st so i have to still wait yeah i if you just month? look How looking at this? a month uh yeah about a month uh, well a little over a month a little over a month all right so about five weeks away. Five, got me all excited weeks. now. You got me all excited talking big time football. Yeah, get excited. You now I gotta calm myself Dude, down. Fall camp for the start. We're gonna have we're gonna have all kinds of stories coming out. It's gonna be it's gonna be Mertz, 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 Mertz. Um I mean the Jonathan Taylor hype is is out there. Oh, that's what yeah, that's what I wanted to talk. You're right. Dude, Jonathan they they're Wisconsin is doing the old school Heisman push without saying like yeah. they're doing the old school just putting oh, you remember back in the day where it's like was it Joey Harrington? We get like a, <laughs> we get like a, we get an advertisement in the middle of Times Square, and that's like announcing his Heisman campaign. I feel that like this what they're, yeah, back in the day. Do you not remember this? <laughs> it, was like, it was like the Oregon when Joey Harrington, yeah, right? Oregon Ducks. I remember that. Yeah, he got like, and it was like that's that's announcing his Heisman campaign because that's how you did it back in the day. Um, but now, yeah, he's total Wisconsin has him. I, I they got. Did you see all the? They brought back Melvin and James White. Uh, put all these like cut videos together, and of course, Ron Dane just hyping up, yeah, hyping up, hyping up. So, yeah. Heisman watch is in full effect. Yeah, talking about all the things that uh, he's done. You know, running back has rushed for as many yards as he has in his first two seasons. All this kind of stuff, and how he's only getting better. And and I mean, in his interviews, he's his interviews have been great, and he's just like because you know, as good as he's been, it's kind of like so. What? Where's your focus? Like, are you you know? with the nfl questions and he's just been like i'm just trying to work hard and win games you know for for our team here which you know i guess is easy to say in in july but he's been saying the right things and the i don't know i the hype train it's caught me up a couple times and i've been like all right let's go and then it's like oh i don't know who's playing quarterback in the pass rush um, so <laughs> I, have, I have those i have those concerns but i mean we're gonna we, we're gonna be able to run the ball and he is he is good he is good so um definitely the heisman push uh i i i I don't know what world it would be where he actually wins a Heisman. Like, yeah, what it, this, it'd what, be? Maybe this is a, maybe I'll have to stew on this and like think about what a realistic scenario for him to win the Heisman would be. Um, but uh, it seems unlikely. But he'll chill. He, I think there's a very good chance he'll be sitting there. Um, you know, in New York or wherever the heck they do right. the Heisman thing as one of the. the it could the be finals. one of those seasons where it won't be his best season, but it'll be like the culmination of the yeah. three seasons to be like, oh yeah, he probably should have a seat at the table. That is dependent on not having like four other breakout. Yeah, you know, other. I mean, then people. you're then you have to have like Tua not being good, uh, and uh, Lawrence or whatever at Clemson not being good, and yeah. like nobody else in like coming up out of nowhere and. You know, taking like somebody at Texas is great and they're great or something like yeah. like that. Yeah. So, but it would be have to be a scenario where like lots of other things don't happen, and then it's just like, hey, we got this really good running back at Wisconsin. <laughs> Maybe you heard of him. <laughs> By the way, kind of thing. I don't yeah. know. And also, Wisconsin has to win some games. So, yeah, that. and that's that's the other thing as we talk about them. Finish, if they finish third in the third in the in the West, it's going to be tough for them to win a Heisman yeah. Heisman Trophy, but. Uh, even with cr- the crazy numbers that we both expect them to have, so uh, there you go, a little college football for you, Marlon. There you go. Look at that, man, man. That felt good. That felt good to start off with some football that hasn't even haven't happened yet. But it felt good to be talking football. It Should is, we uh, actually get into the, sports the, that are happening? The scent has strengthened over yes. here. Let me tell you, <laughs> in in the base, in my basement. Um, <laughs> yeah, real sports. All right, now let's try and settle down. Talk about some baseball. Don't everybody fall asleep. All right, Brewers. <laughs> Baseball stat of the week, Marlon. Here we go. I found one for you. Um, <clears throat> this was as of yesterday. Oh, it's re- producing. With a home run last night, uh, Christy Yelich uh, now has 60 home runs and 33 stolen bases over his last 162 games played. So 60 and 30. He's the first MLB player in history to have 60 home runs and 30 stolen bases over any 162 game span. Dang. Like... How do you know? How do you? How can you know that? <laughs> Saber you know? Mexics, bro. 
I know, but like in a season, in a season, sure, you can just like filter and like sort by columns. That seems easy. But like yeah. at any 162 game span for any player, that seems, I mean, maybe you just go and say like filter on 60 home runs and see, I, I don't know how, do, how that works. But baseball stat of the week. There you go. Um, that was courtesy. Here we go. At stats by stats. Boom. Nice. Good job by them. Maybe we'll we'll have them on the pod and ask them how we calculated that because that seems uh, way too complicated me, for me to figure out how to do. Um, <laughs> not calculate. I understand the 162, but if you're comparing every player ever is 162 game sliding thing, uh, that would be tough. All right, uh, Brewers uh, last week, Marlo, they uh, won the last two games of the Atlanta series to take the series two games to one. Uh, in those last two games, the bats finally woke up. Uh, it seems like it had been forever since they were actually scoring runs and getting hits. Um, and Sorry. No problem. Uh, actually getting hits and uh, scoring runs, runners in scoring position. Uh, then they went down to Arizona, uh, which is, when they go, Brewers go to Arizona, it's kind of weird. It's kind of like a half home game. Uh, there's so many Brewers fans that go to those games. Bob Euchre actually, so if you don't know, Marlo Euchre doesn't yeah. travel with the team when they go to road games. Uh, oh, he it. just stays in Milwaukee, but he goes to Arizona because he has a house in Arizona and ah, obviously spring snowbird. training down in Arizona. It's a little snowbird, yeah. So he'll travel to that. So it feels it almost feels like a home game. Uh, so with that and those uh, home away fans uh, there, they won three out of the four games against Arizona. The bats continue to do well. Uh, got mainly they got to Arizona's bullpen uh, throughout the series. It seemed like the bats had would go quiet and then they would get to the bullpen. And maybe the most amazing thing of all uh, in the series happened today with uh, Saladino, who it's been a controversial inclusion uh, on the Brewers squad as of late. Um, he got the start in left field as Yelch had the day off, and he hit a grand slam. He had been batting just over 100 uh, in the season. <laughs> and he had a, hit a game-tying grand slam, uh, and the Brewers go on to win to, to take the series um, down, down in Arizona. Brandon Woodruff did leave the game. Uh, he's been our best pitcher on the season. Um, he left. I think he has an oblique strain, uh, is what the earlier reports are, which is a anywhere from a couple days to six week recovery. So hopefully it's on the shorter end of that. But it sounds like he's either way he's heading to the IL. Um, and then uh, next week up, we got a big big uh, interdivision series. Hosting the Reds, hosting the Cubs on the weekend. Um, this is going to be a tight division, Marlo, and really need to make sure that we win these games against our, our our interdivisional rivals. So a big a big week of baseball ahead for for the Brewers, and we'll see what the pitching staff looks like. I'm sure they'll make a couple moves um, to to figure that out um, with Woodruff going down on the IL. So that's that's Brewers talk, Marlo. Um, yeah. Else? So can I wait? Can we take a can yeah. we take a barometer? Can we take a at this stage in end of July, entering August? Yeah. Where's your uh, where's your where's your worrying meter? So on the Brewers season, it was uh, I'd say a week ago. Awful. It was awful. Um, they were just hovering around 500, and uh, I was like, this this team doesn't have it. And it was almost like a should-they-be-sellers kind of thing, uh, although I thought it was too early for that. Although there is only one true trade deadline now, so you have to decide pretty quick. Uh, yeah. they're, two games, they're two games back right now uh, of the Cubs, um, half game up on the Cardinals. Uh, it, looks, it looks like the Central has kind of spread out a little bit since I last kind of took an overall view the Reds are seven games back of the Brewers, but still, still pretty close. Um, let's see. I think if I go back a month, I was feeling pretty good. Go back two weeks, I was feeling terrible, and I'm somewhere in the middle. Uh, I think I I expect them to make the playoffs more than likely as a wild card, and then it's just a coin flip. Um, and that's kind of where I'm mentally... Uh, putting my putting my expectations is if they can stay in in the wild card hunt and then make the wild card that's still a successful season although uh, when we were sitting there and f you know getting into first place in uh, about a month ago it seemed like that was a little bit more realistic but we'll see 
we'll see. I'm more optimistic this week than last week for sure. Um, but still a little worried. Still a little worried. But I, I, I've essentially recalibrated my expectations um, down, which is not great. But that's where we are. <laughs> that's where we are. All right. Yeah, I'm just trying to get it. Just taking a barometer um, as we kind of wind down the season here. But uh, we'll we'll take your temperature next week and see how it goes. Yeah, next week will be huge after uh, the Reds and Cubs series. Because um, you go into that three games against the Cubs series, and if you, you know, if, instead of being five games, uh, two games down, you're five games down, then it's a whole different conversation. Um, and it, it in the NL, and I talked about this earlier in the year, um, how it seemed like all of the NL teams got a little bit better, or a lot of NL teams seemed like they were trying to win, whereas in the AL, it was just like the top-heavy teams got better and everybody else did nothing or got worse. Um, and I think we're going to see that in the NL wildcard race. We're going to see a lot of teams jacking around in it, um, and it's going to be it's going to be a real tough competition down to the wire, I think. So, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> But when you got like the Phillies adding players and uh, the Mets adding, well, those players didn't work out too well. But Mets adding players, the Pirates adding players, the Cardinals adding players, um, it's just kind of like, come on, like somebody just be like, this isn't our year, and don't go for it. Uh, but I'm trying to look at wild card standings. This website I'm on doesn't have it right now. Um, but yeah. That's it. That's it. That's where we're at. All we're right. Okay. We're milk warm. Okay. <laughs> Resetting expectations. Got it. All right. Cool. All right. So this is Brewers. Uh, quick White Sox roundup. Casey, I definitely gave a 132 Breeze curse on the White Sox last week. Got him. Uh, I, I guaranteed three wins. I guaranteed a sweep of the Kansas City Royals. It was the complete opposite. Mm. <laughs> the White Sox got swept. Uh, so my bad guys, that's on me. Yeah. Uh, but when you're in this biz, you got to make hot takes. Otherwise, why are we here? Yeah. Uh, so, but I ask myself that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I had a nice little bounce back, uh, I guess the Rays taking two of three, uh, the Marlins mm-hmm. are up next. So oh. I won't, I won't definitively say it, but I'll definitely say that we should win those games. Yeah. All of them. All of them. All of them. Yeah. So no jinx there. Bring out the broomsticks. <laughs> the broomsticks. White Sox stand firmly in third place in the awesome AL Central, uh, above the Royals, by the way, even after those four losses. And, yeah, that's what's going f- forward. Here's my worried um, meter on the White Sox. There is no meter. There's nothing to worry about. Nothing Nothing to worry about. It's, yep. all, it's all good here. Uh, you should go to the game tomorrow with a broomstick and be like, <laughs> Sweep! <laughs> Game one of the series. That'd be great. Fantastic. Yeah, we have some uh, some uh, friends of the program family going to the game tomorrow. Oh, do you? We, we heard about, yeah, they're oh. going to the, got a, got a box down there, so that's pretty cool. Uh, shout out shout out to them. I, they don't listen, but I, I, I know the friend of the program does, so uh, there you go. Um, yeah. well, maybe they I should. don't know that they don't listen. Maybe they listen. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if they do or don't, uh, but probably not. Probably not. <laughs> All right. Uh, outside of our uh, circle of baseball, there was, at least in recent memory, one of the best baseball rants of all time. I don't think we can say we're a family podcast here, Marlo, right? Mm-hmm. Family friendly podcast. So we can't say too many of the words that were said in Aaron Boone's rant. Uh, but it is phenomenal uh, calling his uh, batters uh, or his players effing savages in the box. <laughs> Uh, and imploring the umpire to tighten it up and then like clapping at him like he was a high school girl or something. It was fantastic. Um, I didn't know that like they mic'd up <laughs> uh, umpires yelling at referees. Yeah. Uh, but if they're anything like this in any other situation, it was fantastic. If you haven't seen it, go watch it for yourself. It's yeah. amazing. Um, but I imagine like half of or more than half, but like a lot of the uh normal uh rants and stuff and uh, managers coming out of the bullpen or out of the out of the dugout aren't quite as as kind of quotable and uh, awesome as this one yeah see, yeah, see like mike mic'd up coaches mic'd up players right so i've always wondered this i've yeah. always wondered this uh you know cuz they all nfl does it all the time they have the mic'd up people but they you know they either cut it out where it's very 
PG or they put the bleeps in. Would you yeah. pay access to to watch a feed that has mic'd up players uncensored or and or coaches? Um, would I pay extra? Sure. Yeah. How much? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, you're a big spender, and you do the ESPN Plus already, so big spender. I got ESPN yeah. Plus. That's true. Um, Thinking, thinking. I think, video. I think for me, I think, it, so I think basketball depen- would be the depends, best. Like, I think if we had basketball players mic'd up and I was able to kind of, and even if, even if they were mic'd up and they kind of cut in yeah, as well, they do now and it was uncensored, I might spend a, a couple bucks to watch that over the regular feed. But it'd be like, so like the broadcaster is like, they're still selecting like ESPN's out there. Like they had, um, Albies or something. I think it was for the, um, for the Braves mic'd up tonight. Like, it'd still be the guy they chose, or I could be like, I want to listen to whatever. Sure, both. Um, sure. If you if you Christian got to Yelich, pick who you want to listen to. I want to listen to Christian Yelich's f- yeah. feed while I'm watching the game. I would 100% nice. buy that. That would be that would be amazing. And just like, I don't understand why this is a th- isn't a thing yet, and I think I've said <laughs> this before, but like, why can't, if I'm watching a game on TV, and I know that I know why you can't, but like I should be able to choose who I'm listening to, like the home team. If I just want to hear Kristen Yelich talking the whole time, like this should be an option for me. It's 2019, for goodness' sake. Um, I shouldn't have to listen to the Monday Night Football. Group yes, on Monday yeah. night because they're always terrible. I should be able to like have some sort of other option uh, to be able to listen to somebody I want to or uh, some interactions that I want to. So I'm on board with that. I'd pay extra Yeah. No one take um, our idea. We're going to make it happen, Casey. No one. No one take our idea. We're going to make it we're happen. Gonna, yeah. We're going to... Well, somehow, we're going we're gonna to make it happen. Well, I think you I think you just have to say patent okay. pending, and then you... you then All right, here you Patent, patent pending, full service network where you will get to choose who you listen to as far as a broadcast, yeah. as a player... As a coach, during that game, patent wow. pending, can't steal it. And if you do, Boom. just can't steal give me a couple hundred, yeah. hundred thousand dollars. We'll be good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's fine. Um, yeah, it's like bankruptcy. You just declare it, and then it and then it happens. So it's great stuff. Um, all right, there was a Hall of Fame class, Marlo. Uh, I don't know how much you want to get into it, but I guess we should at least acknowledge it. Because breaking it's, news, it's a breaking significant, news, uh, story. <laughs> As a breaking news noise, uh, Mariano Rivera, Roy Holiday, uh, Mike Mussina, Lee Smith, Edgar Martinez, and everybody's favorite Harold Barnes, Harold Baines, Baines excuse me, um, are are in the Hall of Fame now. Uh, obviously, Mariano Rivera, a uh, easy first ballot Hall of Fame choice. Uh, Roy Holiday, it seems like the conversation is: Would he have been a first ballot Hall of Famer if he? Well, it's unfortunate that it goes to this, but. This is where the conversation is, uh, and the question that is asked: uh, Would he have been a first ballot Hall of Famer if he hadn't, you know, tragically died too early? I'm going to uh, say yes. The answer is, the answer is maybe, but he definitely would have yes. at some point, right? He, and, and baseball is weird in the sense like first ballot me being a first ballot Hall of Famer means something more than just being in the Hall of Fame, which is kind of silly, but that's how it works. Uh, but I think he would have eventually yes. gotten there. Yes, absolutely. He, I mean, he deserves uh, he deserves to be in. Uh, he deserves to be here now because there was a couple. There's a couple years where he was just like he was right. the best pitcher, and I remember that very, uh, very vividly um, in my mem- in my uh, baseball memory. Uh, Mike Mussina, uh, this is something I didn't, I guess, realize or maybe I missed. Is he when you look at his stats and what he did, I both in the regular season, uh, mainly for uh, the Orioles and postseason for the Yankees, is he had an amazing statistical career. Uh, above like the likes of Tom Glavlin and some other contemporaries that I thought more highly of. Uh, so I was kind of impressed to see that. Uh, Lee Smith, Cubs closer, never saw me played in the 80s. So had it. Yeah, I think he has the third or fourth most saves of all time, so that makes sense to me. Uh, Edgar Tr- Martinez hit machine makes sense to me. Um, the lightning rod seemed to be Harold yeah. Baines. Uh, never got more than 6% in the uh, writer's vote. Uh, but now that it's up to the old timers committee or whatever the heck they call it, uh, gets in. It doesn't. It feels like he just hung around in like, relevancy uh, yeah. in baseball long enough to people be like, "Look, this guy comes to all the things," <laughs> and we all know he's the only one not in the Hall of Fame. We should just let him in or something, uh, something like that. Uh, so he's in. I don't. Whatever. Yeah, it's the old. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the old trick. You just you just keep showing up until they let you in. 
You just keep showing up to dinner, and they, then then one day they actually invite you. That's our podcast, you, bro. <laughs> we'll just keep talking. Eventually, people are going to listen. That's true. That is their motto. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's just okay. Oh. Just okay, but guys. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, uh, Harold. Harold Baines to the Hall of Fame is our <laughs> podcast to uh, to successful podcast. I mean, sure, whatever. He's just there. I'll All take right. it. He's being a good podcast. All right, that's baseball, Marlo. I think, right? Uh, yeah, I think we're here. Anything else happen? Um, oh, mic'd up. Uh, they had. Uh, I, already, I don't. Albus, I think, mic'd up. Whatever from the from the Braves. And he had just two huge gold chains that his uh, mic was attached yeah. to. <clears throat> and he's like running around the field. And you just hear the chains kind of bouncing off of his chest. And I'm like, great, <laughs> great television, awesome. great television. Patent yeah, pending. No uh, mic microphones on chains on our network. <laughs> yeah. Well, we would clearly have <laughs> rules about that in a, on our broadcast. <clears throat> All right. Uh, off of the diamond into uh the golf the open um the open championship happened um but did i think we both missed <laughs> we a lot did. of this marlo again again the, uh, hand up this is one of those where tiger teed off and by hole six yep. he was not going to be in it so i was out i was i was mentally out before i could get into it yeah, uh, yeah, Tiger was out. Rory was plus four after the first hole, finished plus eight on the first day. He was minus six days. He almost made the cut. He was one stroke off the cut. Um, so that was really disappointing. It was in, <clears throat> I don't know if it was like literally his hometown, but it was in Ireland, and he's from yeah. Ireland, and he's the yeah. best golfer from Ireland. So it's basically, I, he basically well, went golfing in the backyard. So. Yeah, this, the storylines that we watch golf for, Marlo, we just were not there. Um but uh, a great story did come out of it. Uh, Shane Lowry, who is an Irishman, uh, ended up winning and kind of running away with it. I think that was another reason that I didn't tune in too closely to it is he had such a commanding lead uh, and just was able. It seemed like a course where you just couldn't make yeah. mistakes. If you made a mistake, the course punished you. Um, and uh, the guys we wanted to watch, Rory and Tiger, uh, Tiger after um, missing the cut, he said, I'm just tired and I want to go home. And I was like... I feel that. I've been there. I've been I feel there. that tiger. Been there, tiger. That's it's like it. It's like every day. Um, <laughs> and, but Shane Lowry, uh, I guess, uh, escaped. I, I, I don't want to say again. Didn't watch it, but with, with the least fewest mistakes, uh, I think he finished at minus fifteen uh, on the tournament. So congratulations to him. He was in eighty-eight to one odds uh, to win the tournament. Uh, so he was the biggest long shot uh, to win a tournament this year. Um, so. There you go. The Open Championship happened. It's so the the PGA Championship used to be yes. next, but they moved it up into into June. Uh and I liked it at the time, but now I don't like it because now there's like what do you got? No real I mean there's going there's going to be golf, but not meaningful golf in the sense that that the the majors are. That's kind of disappointing. Yeah. Just we're, I this yeah, this is we're just hitting a desert. We're hitting it this next couple weeks. Yeah. We need something to get us through. Uh, the open wasn't yeah. enough. Could have big been three is not enough. Watch some big three today. That was exciting, dude. I'll, I'll tell you what's not enough is the basketball oh, tournament that we forgot to talk about. Right, last week, the basketball yeah. tournament. How do we almost we almost forgot about talking this again? We forgot about it. Well, I'll tell you why because cold blooded was very cold in from the field at least in the fourth quarter, uh, and uh, Wisconsin was eliminated by Mid American team. <laughs> In the first round, sound familiar? <laughs> very, yeah, very familiar. Although, although since uh, Nigel Hayes and Ethan Happ were supposed to be on the roster, they did not participate yeah. because they're vying. For, right. Well, I think Ethan signed a contract overseas. By the way, congrats, Ethan. Um, yeah. in, 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 the in the Greek in the league. Greek league, and yeah, Nigel uh, had himself a, a summer league with the Clippers. Uh, so you had Clear Iverson leading the way, followed by Trayvon Hughes. Uh, I think 17. Go yeah. Iverson. Confirmed athletic. 7 for 11. <laughs> confirmed athletic. Had some dunks. Had some dunks. Um, as he yeah, wanted to do. do. But yeah, cold-blooded. I I, I knew that was they were playing. I forgot that what time they were playing. I think on Thursday. So I, yeah. Or no, Friday. Yeah, it was, fr- it was, fr- it was Friday, Friday, Friday at like Friday two. Friday at 2. Totally blanked until I got home from work. I was like, oh yeah, the basketball tournament's going on. 
and Cold Blooded's <laughs> out first round. Awesome. And then yeah. I went to go look back, and I forgot that the basketball tournament does this stupid Elam ending junk. Um, yeah. Which I'm not going to try to explain. You can go ahead and Google it, just the basketball tournament ending. But it's basically a formula that some guy made to stay away from going into overtime where they break it down in four, each four-minute, eight-minute, there's eight-minute quarters. So they break it down in four-minute chunks. And based on that, what has perspired in the game, in the last four minutes of the game, if it's within four points, they put a score that you have to reach, and whoever gets there first yeah. is the winner of that game, which sounds very elementary, but that is how we lost that game. Sounds weird. And whatever. It's over. But I do want one of those jerseys. They're dope. Imagine, they are dope. Uh, they Imagine that. A Badger team hitting a, hitting a cold streak <laughs> down the stretch. Never heard of it. Weird. So we missed that. Um, I tried to watch another mm. game, uh, but it, it I, I didn't know any of the players. And I was like, I'm out on this. So uh, that was my attempt at watching it. Uh, it. It's still going. So maybe if it's like... I don't know, some Big Ten teams, and I'll recognize yeah. players. Maybe that will be fun to... I heard Aaron Kraft was playing. <sighs> Still, of course. Which would be... Obviously. It would be it would be really fun to root against <laughs> him again. Uh, God. Uh, so maybe I'll, I'll tune in. I'll tune in for that or something. It seems weird to go out of my way to do that, though. That say, Now that I say out loud, that seems weird. So maybe <laughs> I won't. <laughs> maybe I won't do that. Uh, so, but anyway, yeah. It's just an attempt to try and try, try and show the void. Uh I turned on the big three and thought it was a basketball <laughs> tournament and then realized it wasn't and turned yeah. off the big three. I saw Greg Oden's out there balling. Uh, Greg Oden, remember when Greg Oden played in college and he looked old? Greg Oden now looks yeah. freaking grandpa old. Um, and which is, it made me think like he was in the same draft as as Kevin Durant and they were they went one, two, and I, I don't know who won that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's still, still out. How many? How how has Kevin Durant played in uh, the Big Three? <laughs> that that's yeah, that's say. the true test. That's a true test. Greg Oden has points. He has more points than Kevin Durant. These are facts. These are more facts. I presume no, he he has points. He's, I don't know. Average, I don't know he's, he's averaging twelve average, points okay, a game. Boom! Averaging twelve points a game. That's it's fantastic. That's that's <laughs> something. Do they play up to a certain number? Or do they uh, no, high? they play up to. 50, I believe. Play up to 50. By two. Threes up and fours, because there are four-point shots, I believe. Oh, yeah, there's a four-point thing. Now I have to yeah. check. Stats department. All right. Well, so, I mean, 12 Easy points, so if, you, if you're playing to 50, that's pretty That's pretty good. All right. Good stuff. Big three. Fine things to watch. Yeah. I'll have some things here yeah. in a little bit in the corner kick, but before yeah. we get to that, before uh, we get I think to we're going to try Speaking of Greg Oden. Explain some things. We have to talk about things on the internet. And old people. <laughs> yes. Speaking of Greg Oden, old things. things on the internet, Casey, we have an epidemic going on. Yeah. The old face challenge. Right. It's out of control. And why are we calling it a challenge? It... I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, what are you challenging? You're challenged to put a uh, some sort of filter on you that makes you look older, which is kind of funny, but at the same time, it's just a picture of you being older. I don't know. Maybe that's the old man of me coming out, but I did it once. I put it. I put the I filter on myself. I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. Didn't put it out on the yeah. internet, obviously. Um, yeah. But yeah, everyone, everyone else has. Casey, I, I need to know your yeah. take on on the old man challenge, the old face. Well, challenge. I mean, from a personal standpoint, I would have to download an <laughs> app, I presume. So I'm out on that. Um, there, there's no way in in which this is a, a challenge. Like, <laughs> yes. The only what was the, what was the last challenge? The ice bucket challenge that was like my god, ten years ago now. <laughs> but like, there you actually had to do something that was like negative. You had a dump bucket of ice water on your head, which yeah. nobody wanted to do. I guess the challenge is like see what this thing thinks you'll look like when you're older, and it's like oh surprise, your hair is gray <laughs> and, you and you're wrinkly. Surprise! It's like that. I hate to break it to you, that's gonna happen. Like it's times undefeated. Uh, it's not really a challenge. If you're if you're confronted yeah. with this and like it shocks you, I don't I don't yeah. know what to say. Like, you, yeah, I don't think you understand how the how wh- yeah. what's going on here. Yeah, because my favorite is like oh <laughs> all the cele- like all the people putting putting the celebrities through the filter, and it's like oh look at Chris Orlando, he yeah. looks ugly and old. Like yeah, that's 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 gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 what happens during time. 
Well, maybe not Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> Let's be fair. Right. This is false. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Like your maybe algorithm's not. totally uh, off. You just made Cristiano Ronaldo look look old and ugly. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Prove that every other picture is also it doesn't <laughs> doesn't work. So, um, there. So there was that, and then there was the whole. Yes. It's a Russian company, therefore they're stealing all your data. Scare, which I thought was also fun, uh, just to see everybody kind of freaking out about that. Um, but they probably have our data anyway, so whatever. No, Who cares? It, it, those are that's one of those things. It's like, yeah, it's probably true. They're just collecting all of our faces. It's actually probably China, and then China put out that it was Russia. No, it's a, it's a, it's a. Oh, it's a, it's like a yes. shell company in Russia. Exactly. China. Um, yeah, this is how it works, man. So now they're gonna have everyone's face, face uh, in their database, and they'll do something smart with it. But no one cares because you know why? You can put your old face on Facebook, Instagram, yeah, Snapchat, wherever you want to put it, and it's funny, yeah. Casey, because it's a challenge. And you know what? And people are gonna are gonna comment yes. on it. It's gonna be, and it's gonna be, and there is gonna be great. It's gonna be so fantastic. And then, then you've won yeah, the challenge. Yeah, exactly. You've you've completed. You've completed the challenge that took zero effort and had no negatives against you. Good work. Um, God, <laughs> I feel old. My face has gotten older just being a crumpy man about this thing. Uh, but that's what I'm here for, I guess. So that is All what right. we're here for. Things in there. All now. right. Old face challenge. I don't know. I don't know wow. if that segment was things on the internet or things old men want to complain about on the internet, but we can figure it out. They're one and the same. I feel like it's always a little <laughs> bit of both. It's always a little bit of both in that one, um, but it's on, yeah, it's on the internet. It's true. All right, that's enough. That's enough complaining. We need to get to another segment, America's favorite segment, Casey's corner kick. Yeah. All right, Marla, we had pretty. Uh, Busy week, guys, in the corner kick. Um, we talked about how there was kind of a dearth of other things, so I was tuned into lots of soccer throughout the week. Uh, the first was uh, the El Trafico, which is a hilariously named um, name for the L.A. rivalry, uh, L.A. Galaxy versus LAFC. Uh, and in this one, it was the Zlatan Ibrahimovic show. First, beforehand, he did an ESPN interview. Uh, and I mean, he's just a great interview, as is. But the quotes he had in this one, uh, the reporter asked if he dreams about soccer. He said, dream? No, I don't need to dream. When I was young, I was dreaming. Now, I'm in the dream. Now, I am the dream. That's hot. That's a fantastic, fantastic. quote. Fantastic. Um, next quote, uh, he was asked. So this one, uh, the quote is great, but I'm a little, it's, about kind of the competition of uh, MLS versus like European yep. competition. Um, so it kind of, it's like, okay, like you don't have to be such a jerk about it, but whatever. He's a lot of time. So he says, uh, before I played with the players either on my level or close to it, nobody above him though, but on or close to his level, uh, which makes the game connect easier. Here, I am like a Ferrari among Fiat's. Ooh. Just, just, just fantastic. Howie. And so it's. Do you agree so with that statement? He, if you watch the highlights yeah. of this game, you yes. will because he scores some freaking amazing goals. And in two of the goals, he just like shoves the defender to the ground and scores. Like with one arm, he just like flicks off the defender from himself before or after the goal. And if you just watch those highlights, he's like a man among boys. It's unbelievable. Um, I mean, he's he can score some of the most amazing goals. There is a reason he's on LA Galaxy and not on Manchester United yes. anymore. Um, he's still. I'm glad he's on LA Galaxy. I get to see him. He's more fun. Um, do I, I? I agree that he is probably the best goal scorer in MLS. Um, but he's sec he's second in goals. LA Galaxy is in second place, so it's not like. He is taking this team and just raising it in like it's not fair, like the way he's talking about it here. And I may be being a little bit defensive of MLS, but when he does these, uh, the goals in, especially like he did in this game, he is, you can just, he's on another level than MLS, or I would argue even um, like when he, his time in uh, PSG, uh, he would have games like this. So, I don't know if it's necessarily an MLS thing or it's just Zlatan thinking he's so great, which he is. But I wonder if at this point, like he, this is like how he really thinks, or like he is just like a, a quote machine perpetrating this like yeah. character of himself. I don't know. I 
it's probably he thinks he's this good and says these ridiculous things calling himself like the lion and stuff like this but um yeah so that was a lot of fun um then i turned my attention to uh the nwsl uh and watched the chicago red stars marlow they are in the lead because i watched nice. one of their games over the Washington Spirit to win my fandom. Uh, they had a two-win victory over the NC Courage, and it seems like, or sounds like, they're like the only team who can beat uh, the North Carolina Courage. Uh, and I'm not the only one still paying attention to the Women's Soccer League, Marlo. Uh, their attendance of over 17,000 uh, in Chicago to see the Red Stars uh, win. Uh, they got a really great display from Samantha Kerr, um, and some uh, uh, Julie Ertz played well as well. So some of the kind of national... Team players are making their way back to back to their clubs and, and playing there, um, and uh, continuing in interest within the women's game. Uh, James Harden has purchased a uh, part ownership in the Houston Dash, which is the Houston-based um, NWSL team. So he's getting in uh, early on that, kind of keeping the uh, interest. Is that is that the then, does uh, JJ Watt's fiance still play on that team? Or is he in a different? Yeah. Yep, I think so. So James Harden owns J.J. Sure. Watt's fiance. Oof. Tough town. Well, owns the team. <laughs> he doesn't own. But anyway. He's the governor. He's the uh, governor. He's the, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so that, I don't know. That's exciting. It's just a, kind of a cool, uh, a cool sports crossover. Uh, and then it came out that James Harden's working on a new move, which he totally swears is not a yeah. travel. Uh, spoiler, it's a travel. He was telling little uh, kids so. that's not a travel. That's yeah. tough. That's tough. You look the little kid in the eye and says he doesn't travel. That's yeah. The kid who comes to his baseball camp and is like, "Dude, you travel, <laughs> dude. That's travel." Shout out to that <laughs> kid because he, he literally told him like three times, like, "No, it's a travel." <laughs> you take you take three steps and you push off. Like, what do we? What are, are there rules anymore? All right, good yeah. James Harden rant. Uh, all right, this week coming up, uh, the International Champions Cup is happening. Uh, so any given night or afternoon, you can turn on ESPN, one of the channels, and find uh, a relatively big European club playing another relatively big European club. Uh, they are It's a competition, but it's not really. It's a preseason thing. So you'll see kind of the stars for uh, some of the game and then some of the younger players coming in. So if you have a club that you like and want to see some of the younger players tune in for that, if you want to see... Just kind of cool matchups. Bayern played Real Madrid the other night. That's just a fun two huge names playing. You have that throughout the week uh, here this week. Uh, in the NWSL, uh, two games being broadcast uh, nationally, I guess. Uh, the Washington Spirit, still looking forward to seeing the first game of theirs. They play Wednesday on Yahoo Live. Um, Got to figure out <laughs> how that works. <laughs> and then next Sunday is the... Uh, Next Saturday or Sunday uh, is the uh, Seattle Rain, which is Megan Rapinoe's team, versus the local Chicago Red Stars, um, which should be an interesting an interesting matchup there. Uh, outside of actual games, uh, transfer window watch, Marlowe. Uh, I think most of the big deals are done. Um, but uh, rec- this past week, uh, Trippier went from Tottenham to Atletico. It was a little bit surprising as Tottenham continues to sell and not buy, which if you're a Tottenham fan, that has to be so frustrating. Um, And there is some drama in um, Real Madrid between Real Madrid and Gareth Bale, who uh, seems on the outs, but it's it's complicated. Uh, Gareth Bale has has called Real Madrid's manager uh, Zidane a disgrace. Uh, while they, what did they call him? Um, a pain in the butt. Basically, a pain in the butt. Um, oh, that he, oh, they guaranteed he won't play for Got the it. team. So uh, that's that's great. Um, so that's fun to watch. So Gareth Bale may be on the move. Uh, a very maligned figure in Real Madrid, but still when healthy can still be one of the best players in the world. It will be very interesting to see if and where he goes. Um, and then another very interesting name uh, to keep an eye out for is Neymar. He's still clamoring to get uh, transferred back to Barcelona. Um, if you remember Marlo, I'm sure you do. He got sold for some 200-something million pounds to 
PSG from Barcelona, and they're trying to buy him back for way, way less than that. <laughs> so for basically two years of him not really playing because of injury. So um, there is that to look forward to. Other things to look forward to, Marlon. Oh, there's more, and there's transferring more. Off of the corner, tra- transferring off of the corner kick. Uh-oh. It's a movie trailer. Is this, is this going where I, I think it's going? I don't know if you've going. seen them. Okay. I don't know. Um, I have no idea where you think it's going, so maybe. Maybe it's going. The first one, I, uh, a good friend of the program, Dan, showed me uh, yesterday. Uh, there is going to be a live action production of the musical Cats. <laughs> no, it wasn't going where I was thinking. <laughs> I was way off. Okay, continue. Yeah, well... Um, it's lots of questions. Why? Um, wait, wait, cats is it is live production by nature. It's a Broadway show. Uh, yeah, but it's it, but the movie. Uh, yeah, but it, so they're CGI cat. Are they real people and they're in cat costumes and they're doing their things and it's huh. You gotta look into it. But the thing, it's like it's directed by somebody who's directed like actual like musical, like lots of people in it. Taylor Swift, Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson, James Hughes, Corden. Yeah, Hudson. This is stacked. Lots, lots of, of lots of names yeah. I know. Uh, and it looks ridiculous. I'm sure it'll be like in a in a musical sense, great. But like I just, I'll be like, oh, this looks Jason interesting. Durillo. Have Jason like a scene. Durillo. Oh, this is gonna be hot. Yeah, crazy, and oh boy. Uh, and then there's a scene where they're like playing with feathers in the bed because they're cats, and it's like I can't, I just can't do it. It looks weird. They have cat faces. Have, that looks weird. Have you not? Um, have you not seen cats like the Broadway show? No, no, no. I haven't seen oh, I forgot. Okay, you're just not cultured like that. Okay, I'm not. Okay, yeah. well, it's, it's, gotcha. It's very fair. Um, All right, cats. Cats is a movie. So, so that's, that's happening. happening. Uh, but the real gem of the movie trailers that came out. I knew Top that's what I thought you were going to say. Oh, Top Gun my God. is back. Oh, my God. So I have purposely not seen Top Gun in a long Uh-oh. time because I have the memory of how I saw Top Gun when I was like yes. seven or eight years old. And it is the best, pretty much the best movie of all, best action movie of all time. <laughs> That's that's a stretch, but I remember it being so awesome. And this trailer came out, and it's just military jets. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise talking. <laughs> military jets. Ed Harris talking. Yeah. Military jets. Tom Cruise, and then like the only name in the thing. So you watch the 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 cats trailer, and it's like lists all yep. these people, all these directors, all these whatever choreographer of Hamilton, and all this stuff. And you know what Top Gun is? It just says Tom, Tom Cruise. That's it. That's all you need to know. Tom Cruise is in the movie. Tom Cruise will be in a jet. And, That's all you need to know. Yeah, and then it's like just like bam, bam, bam. Here are other actors in it. Bam, bam, bam. Just there's pictures of them, and here's Tom Cruise <laughs> in a jet, and he's flying upside down in the mountains. <laughs> Cannot yeah, wait. I can want wait. anything more. And then, well, then it says 2020. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> 2020, you gotta wait a whole year. Which means they only shot this trailer and have not shot anything else yet. It's. I've, I've probably oh, watched it 10 times. I cannot. I don't. So. Probably the most excited I've been for a movie in a long time. I'm very excited for Hobbs and Shaw coming out in a couple of weeks. That looks fantastic. All right. You in know, a, in a ridiculous yeah. action movie. I mean, I'm in a very much a summer ridiculous yeah. action movie kind of mood. It's, it's all part so of the mid Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw's all part of the midsummer. Drew. It's gonna fit right. Yeah. There. Now we're yeah. Now we're a movie critique podcast as well. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Just commenting on trailers. <laughs> I'm so excited. And now I I was like. They better have a volleyball scene. They, they did have, have a volleyball. Scene. They're going to have some sort of volleyball scene. They had they had a, a shirtless spinning the football in the mm. hand scene though, and I was like, close enough, <laughs> thanks. They had the scene where he's racing the jet yeah. on the motorcycle. Oh, yeah, take perfect my money now. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm gonna have to find out where an IMAX theater is to see an IMAX. <laughs> all right. Any other? Any others, Casey? <laughs> That's, That's it. That's all. That's all. I just wanted 
I want to talk right. about that. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's all I got. Um, as right. always, you can find us on Twitter at 132Breeze. You can find myself at MarlowJR, Casey at Prof Badger Fan. Um, yeah, be sure to check us out. Be sure to like, subscribe, unsubscribe, then resubscribe. Leave a nice little message for us in the in the ratings. Uh, we yeah, say nice some nice things. things. We'll appreciate it. Tell a friend. Uh, that's it for for me, Casey. You got any last words? Yeah. Um, as always, fellow fans, I hope that all your favorite teams win all the sports. <laughs>